Good morning and welcome back to the JARCAST. I'm your host, Sally Berry. And I'm Boyd Balsley. Today we have Ms. Ham, a longtime second grade teacher here at ACA. Good morning, guys. Um, Ms. Ham, I know a little bit about your um, childhood. I know that your father served in the military, mm -hmm. correct? And so yeah. you kind of moved around a lot while you were little. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So first of all, he actually was reserves before I was born. He and my mom were in Japan for a couple of years. My mom hates international travel. So she's like, look, I want to go home, which is hers, Connecticut, and I want to stay there. So I moved to South Carolina, where I was born. Mm -hmm. I was there for two years, and then my dad got a job in international business over in Hong Kong. So my mom went back overseas. We did three years in Hong Kong, came back one year in Iowa. That was even worse than being overseas. Went back <laughs> overseas again, this time to Singapore, my personal favorite. Did three years there, came back. I did nine years in California, graduated, wanted out. Went to Michigan for four years, realized I hate the cold, left the cold, came here, and I've been here 10 years. So, really all over. Do you remember Hong Kong and Singapore that well? Vaguely. Hong Kong is distinct impressions. Um, some place we visited, my neighbors, my best friend at the time, first time I ever had lasagna. It was delicious. <laughs> um, and then Hong Kong for me is more of a before and after. So we lived there in the early 90s. I'm dating myself, I know. Afterward, so in 1999, it reverted back to being Chinese control before it was actually controlled by Great Britain. There is a difference. It was much cleaner. It was a kind of more general vibe. And again, I was five when we left. We went back to visit when I was probably seven, eight. And it was not the same anymore at would, all. Would you ever go back to any of those places today? Oh, in a heartbeat. <laughs> you want to go to Singapore right now? I'm all about it. Singapore is <laughs> yeah. fun. Looks crazy. It looks so modern. They got all these huge skyscrapers everywhere. Right? Oh, it's insane. There's four main languages because they can't make up their mind here. You walk in, there's no gum, by the way. Gum is illegal. Don't chew any. People <laughs> <So laughs> chew gum and spit it out all over the floor and it got really nasty. So Ooh. they just banned gum entirely. You can't even bring it in. Did you ever get in trouble for chewing gum? Oh, God, no. I was a perfect child. <laughs> and we're saying that from the drug cast over here. Um, but yeah, no, I love Singapore. Hot, humid, beautiful flowers, very vibrant culture, everything you ever wanted. How many schools did you attend as a oh. child, like elementary to high school? Oh, oh my. Well, I repeated a year, by the way. So when I came back from Singapore to uh, California, <clears throat> I was a very immature child. There was a <laughs> lot of room for growth in my behavior. And so I actually repeated fourth grade when I came back, which was a very good life choice. Um, but yeah, see. There's one place I heard you not mention, though, which is kind of confusing me, because I always thought you were from here. Boston? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually not. I'm glad you brought it up, because I want to talk about the Red Sox. Always. Yeah, but how did you become a Bo like a Boston sports fan? Just so, much so because I grew up overseas, my best memories of my family were always coming home in the summer, and in summer you watch baseball. So every summer I'd come home, and my grandfather's diehard wasn't was past times. Diehard Sox fan. All my cousins, diehard Sox fans. So we'd watch the Red Sox all summer, every summer. So I started to love them on my own. Then came 2001, we moved back to the States. You know, still kind of same thing. 2003, I got really invested and we lost big time. We just blew it to the end. That was a good time to become invested. Yeah, well, the next year paid off in spades. <laughs> oh my gosh, 2004 is truly one of the best years of my life just for that. Um, but yeah, 2003, it came mine. Like, having the pain and suffering of my ancestors before me really drew me into the, the Red Sox ranks. And then 2004 happened and 
I entered a new realm of glory. <laughs> Did you become a Braves fan when you moved to Atlanta? I love baseball, so I cheer for the Braves. Mm -hmm. um, they're my second favorite team right now because I've been here long enough that I've been to a lot of games and got invested in the culture. But the Red Sox are still number one. I mean, it's also probably just easier to be a Boston sports fan, right? Some days, yeah. Right now, no, not so much. Oh, yeah, but like in the past 20 years. <laughs> oh, it's been insane. had it easy. Oh, yeah, 2004, <laughs> 07, uh, 13, and 18. But also the Patriots for like the past 2017. And uh, Remember that one. It's not, it's not too soon. Bruins have been okay. We made playoffs. Celtics, they've won. I don't care about the Celtics, sorry. Once, but you don't care about No, no, my family cares about basketball. Hockey was, my cousin's super into hockey. So he got me into the Boston Bruins. And now, obviously, super big fan of them. Yeah. I'm a Bruins fan. I don't really know why. I went to Boston Because the lineup is amazing. Yeah, but Bergeron <laughs> just left. So. I know. I'm not broken. And after that, that was a horrible playoff last year. We're going to go beat 3-1 after being up 3-1. Yes. We won. We had the best, like, truly record-setting season. Did amazing. We get into playoffs and just get wiped out. And it made no sense. And I'm still mad about it because... We should have taken the whole thing. The Stanley Cup was ours. Are you one of those people who hate the L.A. Dodgers? Yeah, but for different reasons. <laughs> I don't like them for political reasons. I, I don't think, really I think about them sports-wise. I know what team you really hate. Yeah, you can say it. The Yankees. Oh, all the way, a thousand percent. <laughs> and half of our PE staff are Yankees fans. Oh. And so they'll come in and I'm just like, let's talk about your season this year, guys. The Yankees <laughs> suck this year. I, just, I feel like people are Yankees fans just so they can wear the hat with the logo. It's more of like a... A sign. Yes. I don't know. I'm going to go back to 2004, by the way, real quick, because this was my, one of my favorite things about 2004 is, you know, we beat the Yankees out to go to the playoffs that year, or to go to the World Series. But 2004, uh, A-Rod, who's my, one of my least favorite players of all time, got <laughs> in a fist fight with our, uh, Jason Veritek, our catcher. So the catcher's in full catcher's gear, the mask, the padding, and the batter takes a swing at him. Oh. Like, with his fist. Do you, I mean, we know just from guessing how that story is going to turn out. You're going to take a punch at you when you're fully dressed up in gear. So Veritek punched back. We won that one. It was great. Was that, <laughs> was that the in the 3-0 comeback series? No, that was earlier in the regular season. Oh, regular season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I notice, I just have to ask, you have a rubber ducky collection <laughs> in your room? Yep. Why? Why is it there? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I had a college professor at Hillsdale who, one of his students years before, I'd given him a rubber duck. And then someone thought it was funny and gave him another one. So we had a little collection. And by little, it was a couple hundred ducks. <laughs> Probably close to a thousand now. But he's one of their professors, Dr. Stewart. He's amazing. And so when I left Hillsdale, the library I worked at had a couple of rubber duckies. And so I took some of the rubber duckies. I had my collection with me. I'm like, oh, just for fun, like an honor of Dr. Stewart in my history class at Hillsdale. Well, then my students saw it, and one student saw it, said, oh, that's kind of fun. Here's a ducky. Another student saw it. Here's another one. I have 130. Oh, my gosh. I don't think I've ever seen them. Where are they? They line all the windows and all the bookshelves. Huh. I'm, so, I'm so disappointed I never got you one. I'll have to get you one now. It's okay. <laughs> they just kind of come trickling Wait, that, in at random points. Did you have those when I was in second grade? Mm -hmm. I only had, like, six. Huh. It was not really collection yet. It's really picked up the last couple years. I think, honestly, at 2020, I want to say I had 30 of them. It's been the last, like, two, three years the kids are like, hey, I really want to give you this. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> have the kids gotten nicer, you think? Better behaved or nicer or have I gotten meaner? Cause... <laughs> maybe maybe they all, all are true. Who knows? Um, I've gotten stricter. I let your class be murder. <laughs> My first class could have done anything. They still probably could. And I would never think they've done anything wrong. Is it weird to see... Um, your first class grow mm -hmm. up 
Mm-hmm. All right, so I have the post picture out real quick. Half the fun, by the way, of teaching for so long is having all of these old photos you can pull out and embarrass people with. Like that one right there. Man, I was a pretty big second grader. Uh, that was third grade. Oh, my. But still, like, y'all were so little and cute and sweet, and then all of a sudden you blink, and you're like, wait a minute, who are you? Do you ever Sweet. remember me as a second grader? Yeah, I've got pictures of you somewhere. Oh, gosh. I want to hear something kind of weird, a little creepy. Sure. When I was in second grade, your current second graders weren't even born yet. That's not weird and creepy. That's real. I feel yeah. it. That is weird. I, I realized that the other day. That's just... Yeah, it's nuts. I've known you longer than they've been alive. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Do you think you've noticed, like, a, a difference in the way second graders act? It's a difference in how I or... teach. Like, with you guys, I didn't know what I was doing. At all. We were all figuring things out, and it showed. Now I'm much... I, I know how to run a classroom better. I know how to set up what the behavior standards are. And it definitely helps. But I will say, your class was really good in the end. We were fun. You were fun. You were a lot of fun. <laughs> Do you ever think of tenth or 11th graders now as second graders still? Mm-hmm. Sorry, you'll always be second graders in my eyes. <laughs> Doesn't matter how old you get. You're like, oh, no, you, you were my... You're, you're adopted. I adopted your whole class in the fold. You were my kid once, you'll always be my kid. Doesn't matter what happens. I mean, already, you know, you're 11th grade, you all drive. The day I found out James Victor was driving, I had a little panic attack. I, I do, too. <laughs> or you guys pull up, like, this is my car. I'm like, no, 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 you can't drive. You're seven and eight, you're little. But now it's It is fun. weird, because it doesn't feel that long ago, to me, at least. I mean, it feels a long time ago, but I remember that year pretty distinctly. Like, it was, it was a good yeah. year, very memorable year for me. That's actually part of the problem with second grade, though, is, like, everyone remembers second grade. My second grade was Miss Guilford. I was in Singapore. It was great. Yeah. She told me I talked too much. She was correct. <laughs> Very fun year, but second grade stands out. Like, you'll remember third, you remember fourth, you can't remember everything up there because your brain is so developed. But second grade is, like, that first real year of I remember my teacher, I remember my class, like, distinct events happened that shaped me. So no pressure on me to, you know, not be that person that's like, oh, yeah, she hated me. <laughs> well, that's not what anyone thought, at least in our class. That's good. <laughs> Y'all had me also this because I just find it funny. That first day of teaching, I made it two hours. I was out in the hallway crying. I'm like, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> I wasn't there on the first day of school. So oh, good. Wasn't so it wasn't your fault. fault. <laughs> now I know I can leave everybody else but Boyd. Yeah. How does it feel to be one of the 10-year teachers? How am I that old? That's all it is, really. How am I that old? <laughs> um, it doesn't feel like I've been here 10 years. And to be fair, I haven't aged today. It's not you hadn't agreed with me. Yep. No, mm-hmm. I Thank actually, you. I agree. Haven't aged today. Um, I mostly track how I've how long I've been here by these guys. The older y'all get, the more I feel like that. Wow, like I there's life lived in the middle of this. And as I, each class comes up, I'm like, wait, I remember you in your what grade now? Your fifth, oh, fifth grade? No, eighth grade? No, you can't be in eighth grade yet. And repeat that over and over for the last ten years. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. What year was the year you, like, finally got things going and you felt, like, really comfortable? Year three. Year two was pretty good. I thought, like, I was, thought I was getting better at year two. Year three, I'm like, all right, I know exactly what I'm going to teach. I know how I'm going to teach it. That was the year I thought I really had it down. It was okay, because by the end of year two, Moore and Lambert were like, yeah, you're one of our best hires. I'm like, yeah, keep saying it. Let's go. <laughs> um, but no, it took a hot minute. Would you ever want to go to older grades? I've thought about it. Oh, I keep harassing Mr. Andrew. I'm like, if that upper school history job opens up, can I have it? I thought I thought you were, I thought there was a chance you'd be our history teacher because we were getting a new one next year or last year. This was oh, last yeah, year no. when we were getting a new one, 
and they wouldn't tell us who it was. It was like a mystery. I, I thought it might have been. I actually, if I known the job was open, I would have applied. But I think of correct. It's the only class Mr. Holt does. Is yeah. great history? Yeah, I would need more to have a full time job. Because yeah. he, his other part is the dean of student life. Um, I'd like to go up to upper school. That'd be weird. Like I've gotten used to not having to plan my lessons. I know exactly what I'm teaching today. I know how it's gonna go. I just gotta change. You know, make it match the class. I, I think it's very different. I mean, the students are not as excited in upper school, but not for now. Yeah, <laughs> just wait. But you do get to like not have to be a babysitter. All the it's time. a different conversation. Like with lower school, so much of what I do is developing virtue and developing kids to be humans. Not, you know, because I'm tied to my parents. At this point, they're not, you know, you're very undeveloped in second grade. You're still figuring out like, how do I behave in class? How do I respond to others? COVID said I went back a couple of years. And y'all probably felt that too in a very COVID way. for second graders, that must have been impossible. Oh, it was the worst. Did you do anything? I, theoretically. Did you, but did you have like Zoom calls with second graders? Oh yeah, we had class. But do I, I feel like I connected with any of them? No, because I know you from a screen. You don't know who I am. I don't know your personality. Everyone's scared of everyone because they're all on different class. They all walked into school the first day together. Like, who are you? I don't recognize you. Not on the screen. That's so weird. I hate it. It was not good for them. Like, you learned my social skills in second grade. By the time you get to high school, you know how to, supposedly, know how to interact with people. Supposedly. <laughs> I've seen our cross-country team. I worry. Well, that's the cross-country team. That's, that's not a fair <laughs> sample. Now, your brother plays soccer, right? Uh, coaches it mostly now, yeah. Ooh. Um, is that how you got into soccer? Oh, no, I played my whole life. Oh. Yeah, I started when okay. I was four, and I never stopped. But I played for fun. I played rec. Would you rather coach soccer or cross-country? Soccer. Oh. <laughs> so I, my face? I love you guys. You're great. But, but I, am we a, were I am a soccer player all the way. That is my sport. I will chase a soccer ball around for hours, as you know from practice. I don't really want to go on a run for no reason. <laughs> I'm also very lazy. But, no, soccer was great. I, I have a bit more of a... I'm going to make myself sound good here. I've got a killer instinct in soccer that I really don't have in cross country. I'd have it for the sprint. Maybe track would be better. But soccer, you have a goal. I'm yeah. going to get that ball. I'm going to get it out of your way. And if I knock you over, oops, my bad. Not sorry. Yeah, I feel like there's more, it's more fun in soccer because there's a purpose. There's a purpose in cross country, though. I Beating mean, someone else is a great purpose. <laughs> it's a race. It's a race. You got to catch the person running. I Sometimes. Just, Yes, all the time. <laughs> you finished that last pretty better turn it up. Oh, well, I. Jenny on that last hill at the uh, Carrollton took out like 11 people. He took out 11? I mean, he, he actually powered up that hill. He's in the picture. It's terrifying. Jenny's running up the hill. I mean, he looks like focused. You look like you stand in front of him, he's going to like take you out. Like, actually, like punch you in the face or something. It is so <laughs> scary. Uh, but I will say, it definitely mattered the uphill. But I mean, for me, here, I'll just picture. Are you not a little bit terrified? <laughs> a little bit scary. Um, and then yeah, the one in front of it. There you go. Yeah, it's scary. And there's Bo right there. And there's Bo right behind him. <laughs> Bo did not get that close. That was as close <laughs> as Bo got in that run. But for a freshman, Bo did great. Oh, uh, I was, yeah, I was not expecting to get that fast of a time for his first race as a freshman. No, he did really well. Um, and of course, Laura, who was also in the first class, by the way. She got first place. At the state race, or the state um, track, of course. Of course. Which That's is crazy. like my least favorite course, and most people's least favorite course. Yeah, it's not an easy course, but I mean, just a little gazelle. And just if you know. ask her how the race went, she'll be like, "Oh, yeah, oh, she never thinks okay. she did well." It's so annoying. I'm like you did great, just suck it up and enjoy it. But anyway, yes, yeah, soccer's soccer's my favorite sport. Swimming's not bad either. 
Is soccer your favorite sport to play? Yes. Or coach? Play and coach. Mm. Do you have, like, I know Mr. Holt has his whole, like, plan book for for soccer. Do you have one of those? No. Just got to wing it. Well, also, like, every, every class, everyone, every great, every, yeah, words, words suck. Every group is different. Every team is different dynamic-wise, what you need to work on, where your strengths and weaknesses. Some every class is different. Some classes are really chatty and great classroom behavior. Other classes, they could not math their way to paper bag. But they're really, really nice and sweet, and they try really hard. So it changes depending on what the, what the team needs. He's also got high school. Talking about you guys get to him. You should be already pretty good at all the basic stuff he wants you to know. Well, I mean, I last year good. we had so many new people, so it was kind of basics. He's hoping that will happen this year. We're supposed to have, like, two full teams for, for soccer. That's crazy. Yeah. You should move up to high school. No. You coach all three seasons, right? Cross country, swim. Yeah. You coach swim? Mm-hmm. Did you ever swim? Mm-hmm. Like as a sport? When I was nine. <laughs> I did some competitive swim. It was fun. I liked it, but I like to sleep in. Or I did until I got this job, and I can't sleep in anymore. Um, so that was not quite the sport for us, which is fine. My brother and I both end up on a soccer field. Other than sports, did you have any hobbies? Tea. Um, <laughs> tea, reading, hiking. Yeah. Um... But no, I just and travel, travel, tea, reading. What's your favorite place you've ever been? <sighs> Glacier National Park. Montana. Montana or Arcadia, Arcadia National Park, Arcadia in Maine is beautiful. Mm. And I went there this past summer with Miss Mark. I used to work at ACI, and um, it was kind of rainy and overcast and foggy, so it felt like a Stephen King novel. It's like all rolling on the hill and you can't see a thing. But everyone left. All the tourists cleared out. Oh, that's nice. And so I bet it wasn't that buggy. No, it wasn't buggy, and it was probably like seventies. You put in on, summer. That's in nice. summer, you just go for a little hike. It was great. Did you go on that like trail up that mountain? It's like on the side of the. No, thing. they closed because it's been raining for so much. Oh. People were slipping and they were worried about. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's so, like please don't go on that one. The beehive, or precipice. I don't remember. There's but two trails: beehive, beehive, and precipice. I just I remember I went on that ledge as like I don't know. Um, I went on, <laughs> I went on the ledge and I was like, seven. <laughs> and we were just Ooh. like, yeah, really? that's that's the beehive, and I want to go on that one. I haven't yet. Um, you see? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. You seen grizzlies up in Glacier? No. No. I actually went with some people from hiking club, like the OG hiking club. Oh, They're really? all gone now, of course. Um, I think Matthew Brown was the youngest one, but it was uh, Pierce Mastrion, uh, Darden Braun, myself, um, Isabella Sheehan, mm-hmm. and a couple others, and we flew up to Montana. We hiked Glacier for a couple days, and then we went over to Idaho and hiked Idaho for a couple days off Lambert's property. Oh. There. Yeah. But I will say, hiking club used to be a lot of fun. We did two uh, and weekend, week-long trips, um, and they, they have, I have not finished it, hiked the full Appalachian Trail in Georgia. And I say they. Oh. There's none of them left as far as I can tell. They're all gone. <laughs> but they had done, um, I myself have done the North Carolina border down to Blood Mountain. And they had already done from Amicola Falls up to Blood Mountain. Blood so, Mountain? Blood Mountain. Hmm. Would you ever want to bring those hikes back? Oh, a thousand percent. I love hiking and backpacking. Yeah. Just get outside, go. It's probably my favorite activity, too. Have you ever heard of the 52 Hike Challenge? No. Basically, it's one hike a week. A week, yeah. So you try and do 52 in one year. It's a lot harder than it sounds, yeah. by the way. I'm almost done. My year's up in two months, and I'm at... 30, well, 
technically it's like any one mile walk, so I can count all my Cochrane Shoals walks. Oh. I don't count all of them because I walk. It's not a hike. I'm just strolling. Um, but I think I'm at about 40 right now. Does it count oh if gosh. you're on like a hiking trip? And yeah. does each day count as a... Each hike. So I, I spent spring break hiking in Utah. I did all five national parks in a week. Oh, wow. It's exhausting. It's great fun. I did about 50 miles of hikes. Backpack? Uh, just, no. We had an Airbnb. I took Miss Figura. We had an Airbnb. <laughs> she insisted. Um, but every single one of those hikes counted for a different trail. So. What's your hike. dream place to hike? Alaska. Oh. It's nice. Yes, I know exactly where I want to go. Alaska. I want to hit all the national <laughs> parks, but I really want to go to Alaska. I backpack this summer in Alaska for three weeks. It's Oh, it sounds amazing. Yeah. Was it cold? I mean, yeah, but it's kind of nice because Atlanta's so hot in the summer. So That's true. Just to get to like, some day, it's weather changes so much up there. Some days it's like 40 and rainy, and some days it's 80 and sunny. Have you ever hiked a glacier? Yes. Okay. Go to Iceland. <laughs> so... I started going, um, I travel as much as I can, I'm just being right, pretty much. And so my first year, I went to Israel, visiting friends out there. That. Yep. It was great. So much fun. Dead Sea, really neat. Um, Hike Masada, that was exhausting. Uh, second year was Italy. Third year was Iceland. And my mother was terrified of me traveling alone. She's chilled out now, but she went with me. And so we had a mother daughter trip to Iceland. We're there for the whole week. It was amazing. Everything from hiking glacier to trying really interesting foods. Um, okay, they just have two things. I've got one. You may have to cut this part out. I don't know. Uh, fermented shark. Literally, they realized if you buried a shark in the ground and let it just rot, you could actually eat it. Mm, because they see sh- you know, if you eat shark straight away, it's actually poisonous and toxic. It will kill you. Mm-hmm. But they saw the animals would let the shark rot and then go eat it. So clearly it's safe. It won't kill you. So they started doing that in Iceland. So you can eat fermented shark. It's like... You know, this big, a little tiny piece. But they wash it down with their alcohol they call Brennavin. It's basically paint thinner. It's disgusting. <laughs> but you can smell it from a table away. But you take a bite of the shark and you wash it down. So, you know, little mid-twenties me took the shark, didn't mind that so much. I tried to take the Brennavin and I spit it all out. Like, bliss, disgusting, can't do it. My mother, who at the time was like late 50s, shark, Brennavin, knocks it back. Her face does not change. <laughs> I've never respected her more in my life. I'm like, how did you do that? That's she so did, told me not to figure it out. I'm like, okay, I won't. I still won't think that's disgusting. No, hard pass. Oh, that's so gross, though. Fermented shark. I mean, why? Who was the first dude to try that out? Just watching some. I don't, I don't know. know. Desperate times? Yeah. I mean, you're hungry. I There's not a lot of growing there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Iceland's pretty. It's beautiful, but it's not like great farmland. So, and I make that your next hike. Go check it out. Yeah. Water's crystal clear. It's all filtered through all the volcanic rock. Did you hike on glaciers there? We did. Did you have to put on those little... The crampons? Yes, yeah. we did. Um, did the crampons there, and we, we actually snorkeled through the Continental Divide. Oh. Dang. It actually, the Eurasian continent and the uh, North American continent split in the middle of Iceland. And it's just pure crystal clear water. There's no plant, no animal life growing in it. It's mm. just pure filtered water. It is like one degree Fahrenheit. Yeah, I was about to say. It's freezing cold. So you have the like the um, dry suit on under your wetsuit and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you're layered up. My fingers still froze. It was great. But it's crystal clear all the way to the bottom. And you can just see hundreds and hundreds of feet down. Dead. I was snorkeling through. I'm like, this is awesome and insane. It's also really, really cold. But now <laughs> I'm like, I will never be the same. I'll never warm up. Could you touch both continents at both times? No. At one time, I mean. 
I mean, if you went to the bottom, maybe they'd ban that. Yeah. Because people would snorkel down and get stuck. Oh you know, don't gosh. be stupid. More of the story. Don't Tough be stupid. way to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pass on that. Thanks. In the freezing cold water, no. I don't w- do freezing cold. Was that, like, the coolest experience you've ever had? Mm-hmm. One of? That's a really loaded question. There's a lot of fun things. I like yeah. to travel. I don't sit still very well. Do you have, like, do you love adrenaline rush? Yes. I Six feel like you amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I've been have you been to Carolyn's, though? No, I've not. Where is it? It's right on the border of South Carolina and North Carolina, and I think it's probably better than Six Flags over Georgia, just okay. roller coasters-wise. I mean, they got two roller coasters that are both taller than Goliath. I'm down. And, I love Goliath. Know, it's great. Goliath is great, but it kind of gets old after... Well, I hadn't been on a roller coaster in, gosh, what, probably 15 years? Mm-hmm. And in the summer, they had the Memorial Day Pass, so for 70 bucks, you just get the limited Platinum Pass. Is that like a summer pass? No, it's all to the end of the year. So I'm still going. For 70 bucks? Yeah. Totally worth it. No. So I, I grabbed that and then um, I started going and I got, I've ridden the front of every single roller coaster. And I hadn't been on any in the longest time and I got on Daredevil. That goes like this. <laughs> yeah, I love it all. And like, if I survive this, everything is different. And I walked out, I'm like, heart rate, normal. That was fun. Let's do it again. That's <laughs> pretty much how my life works. That was fun. Let's do it again. What's your favorite one? What's your favorite roller coaster there? Oh, Goliath. Goliath, yeah. A thousand percent. That was great. It's it's definitely the best. But I, I like... um. Batman's not bad either. Yeah, I was about to say Batman. Or Superman. I actually don't mind that. Everyone's like, yeah, I don't like the... Everyone's like, oh, my head hurts, but it's pretty fun. I'm also like, this is normally how I feel. My limbs don't touch anything. This is normal. You see me sit in a chair, my feet don't touch anything either. <laughs> I wear heels. Would you ever go skydiving? I don't know. I really want to, but I'm also like, I would be terrified out of my mind. I'd love it. I think at the end, it's the whole drop part. Yeah. Because yeah. what person jumps out of a perfectly good plane? I just don't really want someone strapped to my back, so I'm just going to learn how to get certified. Yeah, you have to do it. Um, I do want to do, like, the I fly, the indoor skydiving. I'm down to try that. That I'm a lot less worried about. My grandfather, he skydives. He did it, like, I think on his 21st birthday or something, he did it 21 times, and he just kept going. Nope. I feel like by the time, like, five, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't, wouldn't you, feel anything. It wouldn't get anymore. as much anymore. I know, I'd have to ask somebody who's actually done it. Um, yeah, no, mine's not nearly that exciting. I don't do anything quite that crazy. What about hang gliding? I would do it. I'll try anything once. For the experience. For the experience. Just say I did it. Well, like, mm. you can't probably judge something so you try it. And then you try it, and if you hate it, you hate it. Now you know. And so I read somewhere once, it's probably absolutely false, but I'll say, you know, I read a lot of things I take in, whether they're false or true or not. And it was like, your taste buds change every seven years. So food you hated when you were seven, you try again. Now you might actually find you like. But they taste the same. Like, I, I agree yes. with that, but I feel like they taste the same. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, whether you like that taste or not may have changed. Oh, so, okay. Like, I'll say tea. I actually didn't drink tea until I was in, high, in college. Really? Didn't like it. Now it's your favorite thing. Now I can't stop. It's a very Hillsdale thing. Everyone yes. here likes tea and went to Hillsdale. So. I did. But I said, yeah, it was actually a woman from Hillsdale. Does everyone know Mrs. Uh, Ms. Stolt? Yeah. Mrs. Kind. Yeah. So she and I were living together for my summer internship, my junior year, and rather than senior year of college. And she gave me a cup of tea. She's like, I have to run to my internship. You're going to the Library of Congress today. You got to sleep in. Here, I didn't drink this and hands me a cup of tea. I'm like, all right, sure. I'm bored, whatever. Oh my gosh. One sip. And I'm like, more, must have more. I basically was like, all right, now I'm an addict, give me more. So she took me out, we bought 
five or six boxes. They did not last very long between the two of us. <laughs> and now I have a very scary collection. Do you drink coffee at all or just tea? No. Just I don't tea. like the taste of coffee. But also, I don't need the caffeine. I had extra caffeinated tea one day, like during pre-planning. I was shaking up and down to the point I had to leave the room. And I paced the hallway for two hours. I couldn't speak properly. And then I crashed super hard after. It was the day before the first day of school. Like, it was before open house. And Mr. Knowles looked at me and he's like, you are not allowed to have that, coffee, that tea ever again. I said, that's okay. I haven't stopped moving yet. I'm okay not <laughs> to have it. I'm worried about my soul. My soul. What's your favorite kind of tea? Earl Grey. I love Earl Grey. It's so good. Okay. Do you like English breakfast? Uh, sometimes. I don't put anything in my coffee. My coffee. Yeah. I don't put anything in my tea. <laughs> um, so it's usually just straight tea. So if it's a super strong one, I don't usually add milk anymore. Oh. No sugar? Smell cheap. Nope, no. Oh, never add sugar. Really? Can't add sugar. Can't add sugar. I don't need sugar. I have enough sugar going in my bloodstream anyway. <laughs> um, but no, so yeah, I drink three cups of caffeinated tea in the morning. Usually a mix of black teas and then three cups of non-caffeinated. That's a lot of tea. It's a lot of tea. Well, I'm, I make it in the morning for the whole day. Yeah. Because I don't have time in the middle of the day to go make more tea. You, you, you kids require a lot of attention, especially the little ones. Oh my goodness, you don't look away ever. Uh, you do someone injured or crying. It will happen. Yes. You don't look on your face. Oh. Do, do you think kids cry about every day? Some kid? Yeah. yeah. Not usually mine. I'm really bad at tears. I've never been good at tears. Not mine, and yes, nor yesterday. Not, I was reading a book and made me cry. It was so <laughs> stupid, too. Like, I went home and read another one, started another third, third book after that as well. You read, like, 500 pages yesterday or something. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it was great, but it was a... supposed to be a romance novel. It's supposed to have happy endings. Why I read those things? I prefer fantasy and, like, history. And no, it was not a happy ending. I was not happy. At all. So they're crying. Like, you okay? I'm like, no, I'm mad. Um, but I don't do tears. I hate tears. And I feel like the worst teacher sometimes. I have a kid crying. like, stop crying. Like, I can't understand you. Stop crying. We'll talk when you're finished crying. <laughs> I'm like, they have a good reason to cry. I get it. Stop. 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 Just tell me what's going on. And we'll fix it. Just stop crying. It usually works. To be honest, they stop crying. I have a little secret trick. So if someone gets hurt, but you know, like, they're not really hurt. It's just the shock of it. I, like, tell them I have fairy dust. Like, if it's a little kid. And I'm like, okay, but you can't tell anyone. I sprinkle the fairy dust on. And... They're I'm like, gonna start I'm calling you my kids cry. <laughs> come over and sprinkle fairy dust. You have to it, fairy dust. Fairy dust works. Um, it works. I'm a big believer in ice pack and a band-aid. Yeah. It hurts. Get an ice pack and a band-aid. You know what? Go drink some water. Miraculously, almost all injuries are cured. Which is true. Like most of it's never that bad, but it just is a shock. When you're seven and eight, the shock yeah. is a big thing. And so you just start crying. You start crying. You just don't know how to handle it. Self-government. We're still working on it. Theoretically. I get you guys, you're like, oh yeah, I scratched my leg two miles back and I'm bleeding down my leg. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you all, you know, like you don't do it all the time. Are you basketball players? Dear Lord. I swear, basketball players are constantly injured. Oh yeah, my ankle, my knee, my leg, my hip. My ankle, I mean, it pops like oh that God. every single time now. That's what old people do, like, boy. Old people crash. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I heard Miller's back in a boot. Yeah. He's avoiding them, which is smart. I'm probably going to kill him for it. <laughs> Told him no injuries. Yeah. Preseason, too. I know. Can't you all wait till the season ends or like at least starts? I, did you see our team last year? For some of those games, we had six players. I, yes. Everyone was like, 
slings on, slings, boots on, sick, heads, head. yep. Constantly somebody out. And Mr. Franklin's like, this is our year, this is our year. I'm like, yeah, everyone stays healthy. Yeah. It's only your year if no one's injured, dying, or dead. Don't do that. No, I don't get injured. Please roll that thing <laughs> one more time. I don't get injured. Crack, crack. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to have to start wrapping it up. Oh, yeah. Is there, class. Does your class start at 8? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, okay. Do we, you have any last words for, for the JarCast fans? Drink tea, read books, go on a hike. That's pretty much it. Amen. The three things that make my life worth living. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks, guys.